What's going on, y'all? This is Sean Thomas, a.k.a. Shawnee on the mic, host of Inconvo We Trust, and you're listening to a new episode of the Inconvo We Trust podcast. And welcome back to another edition of the Incomer We Trust podcast. I'm your host, Sean Thomas, a.k.a. Shawnee on the mic. What's going on, y'all? As always, joined by my two main men, my two co-hosts, Akio and Ross. Akio, pipe down, pipe down. Last show we started with you. It's Ross's turn. Ross. I saw him starting up. I saw him starting up. <laughs> That's crazy. Because I, I wasn't going to say anything. I was actually going to say, yo, make sure Ross been to us seven times already. I'm not. I'm feeling this kind of way now. I saw him starting up. Ross, talk to the people. What's going on, man? Ain't nothing, man. I'm I'm in the midst of doing a uh, parasite cleanse. I'm eating my papaya seeds straight up raw every day. I'm trying to I'm trying to hit it like every eight hours or so. I just just learned about it. Papaya cleanse. That is. I've never heard of that. It's I'm gonna so need you. I'm gonna need you to explain that a little bit more because that sounds very interesting. Uh, so they say pop. They say papaya seeds, um, like rids the parasites out of your body. I'm not particularly sure on how it does that, but whatever the 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 vitamins or whatever it gives. Um, but for you to actually like see if it does it, you know, it's when you when you when you defecate, and so you'd have to go through the all that. And <laughs> so I put on some gloves. And I was getting ready to do it, and I realized, you know what? If it's doing it, I'm it. I'm let it do its thing. I wasn't really with the going through it, <laughs> but um. So, so what? What you're saying is you explored your shit. I was going to, and I realized that I wasn't really with it. <laughs> oh, you wasn't. So with if the it's shit. doing okay. what it's supposed okay. to do, it's doing what it's supposed to do. If it's all not, right. if it's not, well, that's all right too. I'm giving it a shot, um, but. Like it, I've seen some some wild things out there as far as parasites, um, like super long and just they're supposed to be invasive. And if you you have ever have issues with fatigue or or you feel hungry, and it's a bunch of different symptoms. They, they say like a lot of symptoms could be traced back into to parasites. And so many foods that we eat come with parasites. Uh, most get most die off, uh, you know, once cooking, but a lot can survive and just in general um eating foods outside of um outside of our regular diets also um so yeah i've just been i've been learning about it lately and i've been doing this just been eating papaya seeds every day they are it's like eating um wasabi or grape coupon like it it's like it's like pepper like honestly, I think this shit should be used as pepper. Like just grind this shit up and use it to to uh, spice your food or something because shit is hot. And it's like it's not hot in a like a, a spicy sense, but like it literally will just like drain your, your whole nostril. Just whoosh. that's what I need now because I feel like I'm under the weather. I've been stuffy yeah, all week. I already knew this is rough. Something, something, something is going around because. Cork has been sick, family been sick, dog been uh, sick. Something is going on. So uh, you know, you know they got some new sickness going on right now. Is um in Florida. Really? I heard about yeah. it in Texas. Yeah, I can't remember the name, but it's some some weird shit. Is it related to COVID? 
it's something I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna get right back to you. I remember maybe like two, three months ago, something in Texas was going around and also on the West Coast. And the symptoms I heard multiple times, especially in kids, uh, even up here in New York, one of my friends was telling me how her son was sick and he was sick for like what? Like five days, throwing up, throwing up, throwing up, throwing up, had no food in the system, still throwing up. Um, and my friend in Texas had the same symptoms with her kid. Like, I'm like, what the hell is going on out here? Aye, aye, aye. I don't know. Yeah, I, got, I got to find it. My mom sent me, it's some, it's some weird thing. And it, um, it affects the brain. It was crazy. I'm going to look it up, though. All right, that's good, because I've been stuffy, sneezing. Like, last night I was driving home, and I must have sneezed, like, no exaggeration. I must have sneezed, like, 12 times in a row. It was, like, like my fucking steering wheel was wet of sneeze. Like, it <laughs> shit was gross. Like, <laughs> so we shall see what's going on there, but Yeah, man, I'm definitely glad to be back. Akio, as you search for... Everything. What's going on with you, bro? Um, I'm alive. <laughs> That's about it. Jury duty's over. I'm free. Free at last. They can't call me for another, I think, eight years or some shit like that. Talking about, oh, well, if the feds call, don't put <laughs> that negativity in the air because the feds is not calling me. I'm not doing it. It's over. Wait, how, my time has been served. You said what? I've never done it. How was that? Jury duty is not what you see on TV. Um, there's grand jury and there's trial jury. Grand jury, there is no judge. It's you and 22 other people that basically judge the case. They give you the evidence and you run with that. You can't, your opinion doesn't matter. It's whatever the facts show. If they bring you a gun charge and there's no prints on the gun and the gun wasn't on his person, do you charge it guilty or not guilty? Whatever you decide, that's on you. If they have a gun, it's on their person fingerprints and all that again on you guilty or not guilty and it's to the point where now with science there's experts that they'll bring to the stand that can tell you the makeup of how many fingerprints was on that gun and how much of the fingerprints belongs to that person so for instance there's three of us here and let's say there's a gun in play right it would be three persons on a gun but it would state rose fingerprint is 80 percent of the makeup and person two being Sean is 5%, and person three being me is 15%. So therefore, yes, it went through everybody's hand, but with that type of information, who does the gun, who does the gun belong to and who had it most? And then what person did you find the gun on? So things like that. It, it gets very interesting, and then they'll show you like videos at different angles and so forth. It, it's, pretty, it's pretty interesting. It's tiring, though, and annoying, so I'm happy it's over. Um. Did you, when are you able to talk about the case ever? I don't know, I didn't ask. Um, I know that, I don't care, so I'll talk about it, but I ain't gonna talk about it on open air like this. Not to cut you up, I think um, the reason why they don't want you to talk about it, I don't think it's like a secrecy thing. I think it's more so they don't want your opinion tainted because you're not allowed to be on social media and search up the case. It's just according to what's provided to you because you might have a biased opinion due to the fact that you have a conversation with somebody or something of the case. 
Right, I get that portion. But once the case is over. Then I believe you can talk about it. But I went through about six or seven cases a day and I've been there for a month, so. Oh. You oh. even asked me. I wouldn't be able to tell you which case. I don't remember no names, no nothing. God, God damn. Yeah. Six or seven a day. Ooh. I thought, yeah, I did not know it was like that. I ain't gonna lie. They they called me for jury duty years ago. I never went to that trip. Yeah, but that's the thing. So grand jury, you're going through multiple cases. Trial jury, you're stuck on one case. Like, let's say, like the 6-9 case. So then, like, you're on that case until that case is over, and you're not allowed to talk about it and so forth. But you know all the info on that one case. Grand jury, you got info on multiple cases, multiple areas, and it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And um, it's funny that you mentioned, like, the makeup of prince because i watch I, I don't know if y'all watch like uh first uh, 48 and uh forensic files i'm addicted to those shows so it's like if, if so, I mean, that's, like, <laughs> i'm probably gonna stay away like oh no nah, she she got the plans and bro bro to make a long story short they 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 conv- so uh stepdad killed his stepchild <laughs> And they found him not because of prints or evidence or whatever, where he dumped the body in a field. Her body had like a special type of um, weed called, I think it's called star thistle or star fist or something. And when they searched his car, stuck in the wheel well was those type of weeds. That's how they convicted him because. It's only because it's a special type of like weed grass strain. Like it's crazy. Star thistle weed got this man sent to jail for life. <laughs> so that's crazy. <laughs> that is awesome. Right, right. Bro, yeah, you could yeah. do you could do everything you want to try to get away from a crime, but ain't gonna find bro. One of the cases, they did a crime in I want to say Bedsty. And detectives provided tapes from Bedsty to Crown Heights to Flatbush, finding his address and all that. And I'm like, wow, like this is the world we live in. And we, the whole time we thinking, you can get away with it. You ain't getting away with nothing, bro. They be having it. They just be sitting on it. It's it's unfortunate, but now oh, there, there's too much getting, uh, that's getting, ah, too many crimes that are gotten away with. Um, it's some statistically like 90. 95 percent 90 95%, 95%, something ridiculous like that most of these crimes really don't what they do get to is not the majority exactly because when you when you go so when they summons you it's like a big group in the room right and before he even decided to start separating people he was like yo i'm just letting you know we need three panels um groups a b and c is 23 jurors per panel and there's a lot of crime in brooklyn so look around you more than likely you're not going anywhere. People went there with their excuses. I had enough excuses because I really had appointments. They say, you don't worry about it. Let us know the days you got your appointments and you're cleared. And that's it. Somebody had vacation for the last week and did his, his jury duty the week before, gave him his vacation. Like, there was no excuse to get out of that. Everybody had to do it. Right, 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 right. Oh, boy. Well, maybe one day I'll stop ignoring it and just go and like see how it is and shit like that because now that i'm a resident of queens queen ross yo queens county sends me shit every fucking year i'm like yo i'm not from here man i just freaking moved here like leave me alone man (laughs) 
I don't like this shit, but um, but yeah, man, definitely. So yeah, man. Um, I mean, in terms of me, man, yeah, like I'm fucking sick. I'm saying and started off as a little stuffy nose. Now I'm sneezing and shit, but I don't think it's COVID. I actually have two at home test kits. I'm going to just um, open one and take it and just get that off my mind. I don't think it's COVID, but you never know. And um, and, uh, just go uh, from there, man. And um, yeah, man. Um, aside from that, just same old, same old shit. Um, but um, in th- so in terms of this episode, so we had so obviously me, Ross, and Akio, like we're friends. So obviously we just don't do a podcast, and that's it. Speak to you the next time that we record. Like we obviously talk about stuff post show. No, last time it did go like that. We ain't speak until the next time we recorded. <laughs> right, right, right. Which is why I titled the episode "Where the Fuck We Pin At" because niggas was asking. <laughs> niggas was definitely. Uh, ask him but um i wonder who thought that was eh, sir sir I, I, deflecting deflecting we know you have an issue with that sir deflecting ass all right <laughs> let let me not go back previous episodes sir deflecting yeah. <laughs> i got receipts this time <laughs> that is funny that's funny but um we wanted to con- to kind of sort of continue the conversation we were having last show um in terms of all three of us and what's been going on and stuff like that. So, um, Akio, since you're the uh, youngest <laughs> of the three of us, <laughs> that was a bad excuse to uh, start with you. But nah, but um, I want to start with you because I know there was a couple of things that you touched on last episode that, you know, we as a trio feel is very important that uh, you continue to touch on and you continue to, you know, saying, um, to definitely educate me, Ross, and everyone else about, you know what I'm saying, like uh, what's going on. And numero uno is the heart condition that you have. So um, definitely, like, if you don't mind, just get people up to speed on what's been going on with you in terms of that. And in terms of anything you've heard about research being done for cures and anything of that sort, bro. Dead me, I dead. The end. <laughs> nah, let me stop. Let me stop joking. Let me stop joking. Now, um, as far as me, so when it comes to me, so my my condition is called ASD, right? It's an atrial septal defect. There's different type of heart issues, and there's different type of symptoms and so forth. So, the the broadened term, like the umbrella of it all, is just called congenital heart defects, and my situation is I have a well, I had a hole in the atrial part of my heart, allowing blood to flow within itself and not mm-hmm. through the body. So the the heart was overworking itself. Um, I did the surgeries and so forth. So now my issue is I'm having palpitations. So it's like my heart would skip beats. It's arithmetic, like it would it would skip beats, and it's like it would stop. And then we'll start back again. But it's like I have to cough to make it start back again. Right. Uh-huh. And um, with that also comes the chest pains and the shortness of breath and so forth. The standard procedures to find out things of the heart um, usually do like an EKG. That's like a, it's like a computer based thing. They hook up like these wires to you and you see like the sonogram of your heart. Um, you can do an echocardiogram. That's kind of like a sonogram. 
Um, they put like a gel and they look at the heart, they check the chambers and see what's going on, make sure that you don't have blood clots and so forth. Um, you could do stress tests. There's another test that you do. I actually did a stress test today. There's another test you do where they put a camera down your throat and they look at your heart and see what's going on there. Um, you can do a, what's this shit called? Um, catheterization. So basically that they put, um, they put a small incision in your groin section and they put a camera up through your bloodstream to your heart. And there's another tool they use and they kind of play with your heart and it makes your heart do weird things. And they check it and on the camera, they're checking to see what's going on. Um, and there's multiple tests. You're not, you're so, not during all of this? You said what? You're, you're under anesthesia, you're knocked out or completely with it. Oh, negative, you're wide awake. Sheesh. Yeah, you're, you're wide awake. So Especially me, the one where like the camera's down your throat, you would think that would be like a sleeping thing, right? Like that shit is crazy. Nah, it relax your throat muscles, pause. Wow. So, <laughs> so um, like I can make joke in a situation. I've been through it. I've I've experienced every test. Um, in in a way, is dehumanizing just for the fact that um, you're, you're you're violated in a sense. And a lot of these doctors, I'm not saying they don't know what they're doing, but there's a lot of students on board. So it's like all attention's on you, and you feel like a test subject. So it makes me feel like a lab rat. So that's like how it triggers me. Um, now it's like, it's appointment after appointment, after appointment, after appointment, after test, after test, after test, after test. So it gets annoying and it is very repetitive, but it gets annoying. So, um, I'm doing it just because, you know, I don't want something bad to happen. And then, you know, that's kind of it. But, um, people, people who been through certain situations or like i don't i don't really want to say sick because it's not that you're really sick but when you go through trials and tribulations like that like your mindset kind of change and it's not that you want to give up but you just want an answer and being that you can't get provided an answer is like a runaround so you just want it to be over and you just accept whatever it being over is and that's just how i feel about it so it's like it even like well, regardless if they tell you, oh, it's this, that, and the third, and it's not that, and you feel it's not that, you would just be like, you know what, fuck it. All right. If that's that's what y'all got, this is what y'all got. Even if you feel like that's not, that's not it. So if you feel like something isn't it, like you'll go, don't get me wrong, I don't, I'm not an expert, so I don't know. But my thing is you can't tell me. Oh, it's just a regular migraine, right? But I'm having a crazy pain with this migraine and then come down the line, oh shoot, you got brain cancer. Like it's those type of things I'm saying. So it's like, you go to the doctor and you'll tell them exactly what it is, right? So it's like, matter of fact, boom, I got you right now. You, have, you hear a weird knock in your car, right? You take it to the mechanic. The mechanic tell you, you just need to change your oil. You change your oil, you drive off. You still hear this knock in your car. Take it somewhere else. Oh, you have a, 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 a baby's rattler in your exhaust pipe or something stupid like that. They was like, oh, wow. You get what I'm saying? So it's like that. So it's like you go, they tell you something, you follow what they tell you and you do it, but yet you still have these issues. Gotcha. 
Is, is there, I mean, I can't remember if you said it uh, previously, but is there like any type of cure or is this like a curable thing or? No, there's no cure. There's, there's not curable at all. Aye, 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 aye. The, the, the cure is basically depending on your situation, there's surgery or you can grow out of certain things, but there's really no cure. There's just medications that can probably dim the situation or help in effect, but there's no actual cure for congenital heart disease. Is your case considered a severe case or, or can there be more severe or less severe than what you have? Yes, there's more severe cases because um, it can lead up to heart failure, but there's people who actually need full transplants or need stents or have a mechanical heart. So mine isn't to that extent. So mine is a severe case and a rare case, but not to the extent of heart transplant as far as I know. Yeah, because I mean, from what you said, like to me, that sounds wild and crazy. You said you only mentioned it, but for your heart to stop and for you to to start it back up, you have to cough, and for that to be happening on a regular basis, that's that sounds wild. Yeah, like to have to cough to get something to stop and or start, like that, like like one, it sounds about uh, painful. But number two, it also like it's it's like 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 what if you can cough? Like you know I'm saying, like like question is is it painful? Like you know, like if it's not it's not really painful. Like that effect of it is not painful. It's just it's like like you got your your chest caved in. Like something just like something just applied pressure on your chest, and you just like you lost you lost all breath and exactly. So there's a <clears throat> and then you feel it go back again. Shit, son. I know and then nothing, nothing would trigger it. Like you'll just be chilling and then it happens. Like it's never anything crazy. Even like the chest pains is more so those come and go as well. But I do find myself more like if I'm overexertive, then I'll experience it. But um, sometimes by itself, it would do it too. So I just pay attention to like what I'm doing when certain things happen. Bruh. <laughs> I'd be telling you like, bro, you be doing too much. Man, Negro. You do be doing too much, though. I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't gonna hold you. Bro, because so, I'm, I'm human, bro. Like, I don't be wanting no self-pity. I don't want nobody having no sympathy for me. Like, yo, I'm human. Like, the same things you could do, I could do, too. I don't like feeling like I'm being a baby just for a, a condition. I feel you on that. But also, it's serious. And it's a real thing. And fuck what people think, and you don't like you don't. Man, need- niggas die every day, B. Yeah, niggas die. Yeah, you're right, but also what? But also, and I'm saying like I agree with uh, Ross, bro. I'm saying like at the end of the day, it's it's it shouldn't be the fact that people know you don't use it as an excuse is enough reason to not care what people at the, think. Yeah, bro. at this point, <laughs> like, right, you you already you've done what you needed to do now. With the position you have, you should be like, "I right, let me chill out." You should, you literally, absolutely should be doing that. There's no reason you shouldn't. You have more than enough reason, in right. fact. Right. But that's just not me, bro. Like, I don't know. You're right. I'm not saying y'all wrong. Y'all are absolutely right. Oh, we know we're right. A person, I just, <laughs> I'm not, yo, I'm, I'm just not the type of person to do the bare minimum. Like, like, for instance. 
there's other ways to do a lot without physically with you without you physically having to get into it there's so there's much more to an operation especially when you know it you know the whole operation you could do more in other places no i agree i agree you're right you're right is it is it something where so you know how someone with asthma has to have like a pump or someone with like diabetes they have to constantly make sure like they're around something sweet um like is there something that you have to do or carry with you on like a day-to-day basis in the event something like that pops up uh, nah honestly nah um the most is just paying attention to your diet um exercise and your sleeping pattern that's about it though that's, that's good yeah, nice. Well, that's definitely good. not as invasive in your life as as it could be. That's that's good. So, I guess my so my last question on it is: Have the doctors told you like the long term effects it could have? Because obviously, the older we get, you know, what I'm saying like 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 we're in peak life now, but obviously, Father Tom will never lose. So eventually, when we get older, like, did they explain to you the long term effects? the disease can or can't have? So so that's the thing, right? Um, my first surgery was 1999. I was like seven years old, right? Mm-hmm. The only reason why we found out about that surgery is due to the fact that I used to pass out a lot. And they realized that my body wasn't receiving oxygen and that's how they found that hole, right? Um, as I grew older, um, like I said, my, my surgery was never a crutch for me. So as I got older, um, after high school and I started working in a law firm, I started realizing that um, these chest pains were just getting too crazy. So then I was like, I, so I ended up going back to school, but the elements started bothering me and I couldn't walk a full block and I was always winded. Never understood why I was so winded. And come to find out the hole returned and it opened again and so forth. When I started going to the doctors every I went to multiple doctors and got multiple opinions. I've heard I'm going to suffer from heart failure. I've been told I'm not supposed to see 30. I've been told I wouldn't see 21. I've been told I shouldn't even be alive at this point. So it's like the surgery added time, I guess, so to say, but it's, there's no complete answer. I feel like I can live a regular life like everybody else to the level, the regular life expectancy. Um, and I just try to not think about the things that I've been told, but it's hard. So sometimes it's just, you, I get in a mood and I just feel like, you know, you just on borrowed time. So it's like, whatever. Yo, man, obviously me, Ross, everybody else pulling for you, praying for you. In terms of that, obviously people dealing with things, dealing with, you know what I'm saying, like a whole bunch of stuff. But that right there is definitely something that, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's, it's you know, I don't know how you deal with what I'm saying. Like people have way less stuff and they, they go and they go crazy. The fact that you have something that is, I mean, the heart it's is a major organ, nigga. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, so the fact you make it look so easy in your day-to-day life, you know what I'm saying? Um. But like me and Ross said, don't 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 feel afraid that if you need to use it, use it because it's a major thing, bro. Nigga, I stutter. Best believe 
that I use my stuttering in certain things. And stuttering is nowhere close to what you have going on, bro. It, nigga, stuttering is not in the stratosphere of what you have. So trust me, if I use that, you can use that, bro. Anytime, anytime, bro. Now, bro, it's annoying. It's like, I'll, I'll be, even like at work sometimes, I'll hear people complain about certain things and I'm like, is this really what you're complaining about? Like, there's right, people right, out there bro, with bro, so facts, much bro. more issues and this facts, is what you're complaining bro. about? But even me, like, facts. yeah, I got my own issues, but I be feeling like there's people out there who got worse issues and I be like, damn, bro, that's rough. Absolutely. That's part of the reason I, I find it hard to complain. Like, there's people right now stuck in every day they wake up in war there's people there's a there's like i remember the time i i saw the story about the, this little girl and little boy that was sleeping and they had to dig them out because a bomb dropped on their head and uh they had to dig them out because their roof is on their roof is on top of them like kids waking up with their roof on top of them and having to be suffocating to death and dying like night what the fuck could i possibly be complaining about when the people out here living life like that, hunger, sickness, famine, every day, I got, I can't find it in me to complain about shit. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I don't want to drown and I don't want to suffocate to death. Those are, that, that, like that, those are two <laughs> things I'm scared of, bro. Like, if I'm gonna die, make it quick. I don't want to suffer. Nah, nah, bro, like drowning, definitely. Suffocating, definitely. I think the other two is like a plane cracking to the ground. Like you know you're dead, bro. Like you're falling from thirty-five thousand feet. Like you know, die instantly. You're right. No, but just on the way down, it's like damn. But I but so I've told you like I watch these shows. I think the worst way to die is being buried on a hive, bro. And you can't. That's that suffocation. Buried alive is like damn. So like damn. I, I mean, I, this I, there. I think there's worse than that. Like death by a thousand cuts. Um, you know, that's people, that's, that's torture. Yeah, torture. You're, you're, you're gonna you're gonna suffer there too. I don't want that either. Yeah, any type of torture, like cut, break, taking off nails and bleeding. It like, ah, yeah, I'm straight up. You, if you kidnap me and you want information, you, you, I'm not giving it up. Are you trying to kill? Just don't touch me. Just kill me. Fuck just it. Fight, kill me. Fight, Get to the point your life so they have to kill you at that point <laughs> oh man facts though so bro definitely appreciate you sharing and um you know what i'm saying and definitely continue to bring awareness and stuff like that um if you i mean if you would like i, I would I'll definitely like to bring a doctor on someone that could you know what i'm saying that could really really go in depth into what's going on and maybe he or she could you know what i'm saying like you know teach you or well, not teach you but you know um, introduce you to some new things because bringing awareness to shit is definitely something that we have to do. So um, definitely appreciate you uh, sharing that. Speaking of sharing, um, this is something that all three of us could relate to. And it's like, it's what we also touched on briefly. The last show is, you know what I'm saying? Like not abandonment issues, but abandonment in terms of, you know what I'm saying? Family or friends or partners or whatever the case was. So, and, and and I feel like that's important to bring up, especially when, it, like, I think people don't know what abandonment is and they try and mask it or they just assume, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is what that is. But I feel like a lot of people have issues with being alone or just understanding that, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
you know, I'm like, you can't always be around hey, someone hey, or I'm, something. I'm, I'm people. I'm guilty. Continue. <laughs> oh, I was going. Oh, I, I was also I coming straight towards you. So. <laughs> all are people up until we learn to learn ourselves and to love ourselves and to not be dependent. Right. No, Debbie. So actually, I'll start with me because Akio, you just spoke a whole lot. So I'll start with me, bro. Um, so I, like Ross said, we all have abandonment and issues. And <clears throat> I was one of those dudes where it was like a twofold. Like I always wanted to be around people, but I, and, and I also wanted to mask the deficiencies and issues that I had around people as well. Like I didn't want to feel self guilt, self a pity, so on and so forth. But <clears throat> on this healing journey that I've been on since last year, I realized like, yo, at the end of the day, whether it's weight loss, whether it's loss of job, loss of family member, a partner, whatever the situation is, like you have to put yourself first. And I was recently talking to a chick and I really know it's not going to go anywhere with her because she's not un understanding that idea of, yo, regardless of what you're doing, <clears throat> you have to put yourself first in everything that you do. <clears throat> and it's like, she was like, oh, that's like a selfish and you're not thinking about your partner. You're not thinking about your family. And, and I'm like, no, no, no. There's a balance. You have to balance it. And 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 me, Sean Thomas, and everything I do, I put myself first. I'm going to do what I want to do or what I have to do before I attend to others. And so it's one of those things where like I had to understand like, yo, I can't control what people do. I can't control where people come around. I can't control you know what I'm saying? How often people want to see me, not see me. If people decide that they're going to deal with me one week and then the next week kick me to the curb, you know, I can't control that. So I think I say all that to say, I think one of the best feelings in the world is two things. Number one, being comfortable, being by yourself and just being comfortable. Like instead of having company, make your own self uh, uh, um, uh, uh, company. But also number two, be comfortable in your own skin and remembering like who you are. And I think confidence has a big issue, has a big thing to do with that too. So, I mean, um, like Ross said, we all have it. Obviously some cases are no worse than, than others, but I mean, it's something that like, I really had to deal with that because I never wanted to be, alone and when people would leave me as both of you know and others know i pretty within a three-month span i had my best friend since high school and a chick i was in love with pretty much say fuck you sean pretty much two people that i loved pretty much said sean fuck you i don't want you in my life anymore and that shit hurt it brought tears because i'm like damn i love y'all niggas I loved you and I loved her, but I had to understand I can't control that. What, whatever, whatever the reason or reasons are that they booted me from their life, I can't control that. I got to control who's in my life, who gives a fuck about me, and but most importantly, be comfortable within myself. Because if I'm not comfortable with myself, I can be a good host for this show, a good co-host with y'all a good partner for someone else, a good son, brother, nephew, uncle, yada, yada, yada. So I don't know where y'all fall on that, but that's that's what keep me sane when abandonment issues uh, pop up, bro.
see, I just work a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I get what you're saying, and I, I feel I feel you on that, bro. Um, me personally, I feel like, I mean, from when I was young, I, I felt certain ways. I remember, like till this day, I'll tell my mom, "I love you." After every conversation, leave the house, love you, because you never know what can happen, right? When I was younger, um, I used to say it a lot, like, "Mommy, I love you." And if my mom ain't say it, I would cry, right? Like I would really cry. Right. And um, as I got older, you know, it didn't affect me much. But then my mom got sick my whole high school. Yeah, when I was in high school, my mom was sick. And I went from a straight A student to barely making it, you know, because that really affected me. It's like, yo, that's all you know. Like, what are you going to do? Boom, boom. And I started outlashing, started doing dumb shit. Um, you know, fell into the wrong crowd and um, fighting a lot, all type of stupid shit. I don't regret none of it though. You know, it's it's life lessons. And I've always felt the need to have my dad around and he just wasn't there. So it's like, like even times like this, it bothers me because he was fake there for my last surgery when I was going through everything. So I just felt the, the need to, you know, have him there. And now it's just coming to terms with you're going to bro. So, um, so I, I get what you're saying. That that's where my abandonment issues stem from, to be honest. And then being in a relationship so long, uh, it was really like we was always together, always did everything together. And I was talking to my cousin, and my cousin was like, Yo, you know, you really never took a trip by yourself. And I thought about it. Most of my trips I always had somebody with me. And that's gonna change. That's definitely gonna change. But you know, and it's like, when you don't have your partner, what do you do? And they're like, who are you? What makes you happy? What, what what do you enjoy? And those things. So now for me, it's like, I'm comfortable being alone. And even if I'm involved with somebody or I have somebody, whatever, like that person is still going to have to be at a distance because I'm not my best self. And because I'm not my best self, I can't be the best for that person. And I know the type of person I am. I'm the type of person where I go over and beyond, give many moons and everything for my partner. And I can do that still not feeling like me. And for my partner, it's not fair because that person is going to be head over heels. And meanwhile, for me, it was like, you know, this is just me. Ross? Um, I was going to ask Akil. <coughs> um Dealing with the abandonment, how have you dealt with? Because you, my thing is, we know that you know you 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 would say that you just keep working, keep working, keep working. So when do you get the time to actually deal with your yourself yourself and your issues? That's but that's what I had to realize. I've never had the time because I've always kept myself busy. This month, being that I was not working and not keep myself busy, is where life caught up to me and like things just start hitting me and it was like now you really have to deal with it and, and that's the thing like you bottle up your emotions and you run from it but you can only get so far and run so long it's going to catch you and you have to deal with it so now it's just me dealing with it you know it's 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 one of those things where like so me me and my it's funny that, that, that you say that with your mom because I actually stopped telling my mom that I love her because she never said it. 
sorry, because she never said it back. Like I used to say it all the time and she would be like, okay, or she wouldn't say it. And it's almost like it made her uncomfortable when we as her kids would say it. So I was like, fuck that. I'm going to just stop uh, saying it. And I wonder why, I don't know if my grandmother and her had that relationship because I hear my grandmother tell my aunts, my mom's uh, sisters, I love you. And they say, I love you back. I don't hear my mom saying that to her. So I don't know if they never had that. And my mom is the oldest of my grandmother's five uh, five kids. So I, I don't know if they didn't have that, but um, that was definitely part of it too. And my dad was the same way. Like a, a lot of stuff fathers are quote unquote supposed to teach us. I taught my damn self or uncles taught me or because I because I didn't have a big bro. You know what I'm saying like I, I am the fucking big bro. <clears throat> so like I didn't have that truly like bounce off and learn from. So, um, yeah. And, and, but in terms of abandonment issues from friends, um, Akio, um, I'll start with you here. Like, have you experienced that as well? Like friends that just, cause obviously y'all know that I have, and yo, to tell you the honest truth, I'm still not over the fact that me and Greg aren't cool uh, anymore. Like I still have days where I'm like, where I, I want to pick up the phone and call him. And, I, and I'm like, I can't do it. And I'm like, why are, why are me and this nigga not friends? Like, I've accepted it, obviously, but I don't think I've really, like, I still don't understand why it happened, if that makes sense. So have you, blow up. It just, he just abandoned the relationship. He, he right. Like, he just went poof. And so I struggled till, till this day. I'm like, nigga, we, nigga, we was, we was ace Boone Coon, nigga. Everybody knew that. When you walked, I walked. When you ran, and I ran. But, Akio, have you experienced that, though? Like, abandonment among best friends and or friends, or? Um, actually, yeah. So, like, for me, and I don't call anybody, any male figure, my best friend. Right? Um, I might say you my bro, you my right hand, whatever, whatever. But I would never call a male figure a best friend. Um, I have a friend that I grew up with since elementary school. And me and him was like always together. And we just had different paths, you know, but as I got older and seeing the path he took compared to the path I took, I realized that the things that used to happen in the past, as far as like us fighting and like bullying and shit like that, like that was more so because the life he chose wasn't the life he really wanted for me. Cause we talk now and it's like, yo, we cool. He actually hit me up the other day. And we cool and like he'll ask about the family and all that. And it's like, damn, bro, like I just feel like he has so much more potential than the path he took. So that was like my first best friend. Other than that, um, all my other friendships, um, I hold myself accountable to a certain effect because um we all know this. I got trust issues, right? And when we say trust issues, we're not talking insecurity trust issues. My trust issues is just stemming from loyalty that effect so it's like and i learned that from family first like my family was the first one to teach me don't trust people because they were the first ones to stab me in my back so when it comes to friends i i hold you to a higher caliber because i can expect this from my family because i was forced to be related to them but i can't expect this from a friend that i chose to be friends with so when i'm affected by something like i hold it dear to me because like damn i looked at you in dislike and this is what you did. So it was like, fuck it, go your separate way. And we all know I have a friend like that. 
And it's like, yo, go your separate way. I'll go my separate way. And it bothered me that um, the relationship ended up being what it was. And we still work together till this day, but I'm proud of him. And he deserves everything. He deserves the job he has. He deserves his family. And I'm happy for him. There's never no bad blood, but it just, it just has its own emotions to deal with at the end of the day. Ross, have you experienced abandonment amongst our friends? Um, honestly, me being more of a loner and then most of my relationships are where with women like I really grew up not with too many guy friends like I may have had uh one or two but uh yeah legitimately like max three um and then real relationship I, with women, let me just throw this out there. there's three of us sitting here so I'm trying to understand what he's doing <laughs> I'm talking about prior <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about younger days before now. Um, uh, yeah, like, no, it was, you know, we, we all just kind of fell off and grew apart and went different ways, like went to different schools and whatnot. And um, I think because I was always in the mix of something, like I wasn't, I was never really worried about what anybody else was, was doing. I was always trying to like focused on what my next thing was. So I never, I never really keep up with anybody. I don't even really keep up with family. So much less, you know, friends like my mom. That, that that's a Sagittarius. Yeah, <laughs> my mom will be will hit me up like, "Hey, stranger, haven't heard from you," and then she'll hit me with with the, "Oh, uh, well, good afternoon," and I'm like, "Mom, don't don't do that." <laughs> Instead of being like, "Hey, how you doing?" She was hit me, "Good afternoon, sir." I'm like, "Oh, okay, all right, all right. I see what I see what's going on here." Um, and like my brother, like me and my brother, we grew up together. He's the one. My little brother, me and him grew up together up until like I was what, 13, 14. And so like, I always considered him like my closest sibling and like closest just in, in life, the person that I know the most, we've been through so much shit. And um, even me and him, we barely even talk like that. But I don't, I don't feel any kind of way about it. It's just like, he's doing his thing, I'm doing my thing. And I, I just spoke to him uh, recently because he's getting married and um, like he, he's the same way. He's like, yo, bro, I don't, I don't even think of it like that. Cause he was like, yo, you the best man. I was like, I'm the best man. Me? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, bro, we don't even be talking like that. I would have thought you would have had, you know, somebody who knew what's going on. Cause I don't even know the girl. They've been dating for like three years. This is the first time I'm hearing about it. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm the best man. And he's like, you the best man. And I'm like, oh shit, nigga. Um, but yeah, like that's so that's kind of what I'm used to. And I don't like I I'm fine with it like that. But a lot of people don't like it about me that I don't like I don't really reach out like that. I assume I'm one of those people that, you know, I assume you're good if you don't if you aren't reaching out and whatnot, you're not you know, you know, you're not. Saying exactly. It. And then people have this tendency of thinking that because I don't care, like people would be like, oh, yeah, but if I hit you up for something that you're going to say all oh, oh, every time I hit you up is for something. I don't look at I don't look at you like that. You hit me up for something is because you know you could turn to me. That's my opinion on it. Well, I mean, I I would think in a in a certain light, if you if your mind crosses on me and you hit me up, you know, hey, what's up, what's up? I like I text. I, I don't block anybody. I'll text anybody back. I hit anybody up or not hit anybody up, but I, I'll you know I'll talk to whoever. But if I only hear from you when you want something, I'm definitely gonna be like, bruh. You could you could stop hitting me up because I'm not 
you know, I don't need to, I'm not here to be a, a, a bank account or, you know, just a, a labor of love every time somebody calls. But, um, cause I feel like there's way too many people out here that use people. And I, I feel like, I know when things are genuine, you know, when something happens one time, it's one thing, but once things become a pattern is when it, it takes issue with me. Um, like I, I don't have an issue with anyone using me. I think a lot of people have an issue with, with the word use. We're all here to be used. I don't think people like to be, like to hear that. Like I say, yo, if I heard Fabulous say it one time, actually, he's like, yo, if you're not being used, then you're useless. And then who, who out here wants to be useless? Akio, are you useless? Far from. So no, I get down. Nah, that's a fact, though. That's a fact. I didn't even think about if, it. If you, if, you, if you don't want to be used for the abilities you have, because your job, if the people around you who love you can't use you for whatever abilities you have, the fuck, you're useless. And nobody really wants to be useless. See, I just say utilize because it sounds better. Ah. <laughs> what type to, of tomato, white people tomato, 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 but you know, I just feel, I feel better when someone says, hey, can I utilize you? <laughs> it just, Akio, it just Akio, sounds this better. It's not white people. <laughs> but white yeah, people. Like, yo, I, nah, I, it's, not, it's not a white or black thing. It's just grammatically I had, correct. I had a, um, I had, I remember I was dating a, a girl and we were having a conversation and her and her sister were there and they're like, yo, nah, I don't like that. You can't say that. You can't say it. I'm like, why not? It's the truth. It's the truth. I'm like, I'm using you. You're using me. How you using me? How you using me? I right. use you for, for my happiness. Like you're, I, I make you happy. You make me happy. We use each other regardless of how you want to look at it. Like it's a, it's a symbiotic relationship. Akio, if a chick like is that. calling you over, if a chick is calling you over for sex, she's not saying, "Can I utilize your?" See, services? but now, now, hold on, <laughs> hold on. Can I ask you a question now? Right? If I was to say, "Hey, Jane is coming over. She just wants to use you for your services," you ain't gonna feel like one big slut. Ain't nothing wrong with a slut. Thank Listen, you. Twenty twenty two, baby. I'm just Spot saying that's out. that's just how the word "use" come come along. Hey, I want to utilize you. Oh. <laughs> you I'm sir, sir, now. sir. You're sir, a utility. Sir. <laughs> I'm a paid bill. <laughs> Bro, utilize just sounds so much more better than saying use. It does though. It, it um it does though. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna front. Um but we it's the same damn thing. People should be fine with being used. No, Ross, by the, I'm, by I'm the right glad. people for the right reasons. I'm actually glad that you mentioned that because I didn't even I wouldn't even have thought about it. You know, I like that. Like if you're if you're not being used, you're used. I mean, it actually sounds like common sense, but it, it's one of those like over the head uh, type of things. Um, so question. So family, obviously, friends, abandonment. Is it is it possible to have abandonment issues in a relationship or in a situation? I mean, oh, yeah. that's one of the biggest reasons why people have abandonment issues. I mean, the biggest is probably... Is that the right word for it, though? Like, is abandonment the right word, or is it another so, word? So, it, awful. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry, Rose. So, it depends on how you look at it, right? So, like, if you get ghosted, that's abandonment, right? 
I feel like when it when it comes to that scenario, all it takes is a conversation. Like if we talk about it, then it's not necessarily abandonment, but it's just understanding how you feel and understand how I feel about the situation. And then we move from there. But if you just like like today, everything is great. We're going out on dates, we're talking, there's nothing wrong, but then tomorrow it's yeah, I think we should just be friends. And I don't hear from you for a week or two weeks. Then that's when it's like, what the fuck? What happened? Like, that's where abandonment comes in. Because it's like, you you brought somebody to this high and now you just dropped them to this low. So that's why, like, in those scenarios, like, yeah, yeah, it could work. It would definitely be abandonment issues. Definitely, definitely. I see, yeah, I see what, I see what you mean. Um, I, I don't think I've done abandoning it within a, I mean, with, within a situation here, within a relationship, I've definitely been abandoned in a relationship. Yeah, Cause that's, that's, that's your scenario. Like you and Shorty, everything was perfectly fine to the world. Everything was perfectly fine. And at one day she woke up, I don't know, her bed got too hot and said, I'm out. You know <laughs> me? And then, so, so shit like that, like it, it's, it's wrong and I get it. So it's like, cause me personally, so, I'll go through certain situations. Like, let's say me and you get into an argument, right? And I, me, I'm going to say something, right? Out of respect for us, out of respect for the relationship that we have. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm going to say something, right? I'm going to put it all on the table, and then I'm comfortable just walking away. A lot of people don't operate like that. A lot of people be like, you know what you did wrong. I'm out. No conversation, no nothing. Right. And then it's like, I feel like that's where abandonment comes into play as well, because sometimes you do not know what you did wrong because you might have did, done something and I interpreted it wrong or differently. However, I feel is how I feel. Right. But to not say something and then just dip like that, it, there's abandonment. Ross, what's your take on abandonment within relationships or dating or situations, bro? I mean, I, with the with what Akil was saying, it's all about communication. But um, I'm on the side of like, yo, when someone if someone decides to walk out the door on you, let them walk. They weren't for you. They'll make sure open that, that shit for them. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Um, <laughs> like, you just make sure when you come back, you're in a better place than where where they where they left you. Um, because you know, most times, anyone who walks out on you, they go, they gonna come back. Um, that when they leave you, just like flat for dead, at some point, um, they they have their own demons, they have their own shit that they going through. Uh, you know, a lot of people put other people's shit on themselves, like that. Like a, a shorty will leave you, and she'll blame you and say all types of things. And it may not have been your issue. It might've been her shit that she just blamed you for. And her drop dropping you or leaving you and, or guys leaving women, like that's, you can't, you can't internalize other people's actions. Like, so- It won't get you far. So when my breakup happened, right? Um, I got caught with my feeling, I started writing, right? And when I was writing the long-term one, right? So um, I was writing and I said, you know, you left me and you fed me to the wolves 
you left me for dead and you fed me to the wolves. I know you shot now because I came back leading the pack. And and that's really what it's like. It's like people really leave you for dead, thinking that you're dead, buried you and all that. And then when you rise from it, then they're like, oh, shit, I was expecting this. But And then they can't face it. Yep. I, I see it all the time, especially men. Men do it to women all the time where they'll leave them for another woman. Um, cause whether it be because, oh, the, the body ain't right, the sex ain't right, this ain't right, or this woman is just giving off more at this moment. And then they come back not too long after, after the woman was broken and just ready to give up all. And when she, when she, when the guy comes back, that woman is 10 times better. The guy is, yo, I, I always loved you. You were always my favorite. <laughs> You'll always be my peace. And I got all the words in the world now because the woman is strong and he could see that. And, right. and most of, and part of that person's issue is probably not knowing, not being able to be by themselves. So they have to jump from person to person to person. Because if they left that person before, they'll do it again. Now, it's not like, oh, now, now I see your value. They didn't see your value and they won't see your value. They just want comfortable. They just want what's comfortable. So Akio said one day someone could wake up and or someone woke up and the bed was too hot. Ross then said, you know, sometimes it's not your issues. It's the other person's issues and they just blame you for it. That sounds like uh, it sounds like y'all got that from a specific magazine. Y'all need, need to tell yeah, me which shit, magazine. Y'all need to tell me which magazine issue that was, because I definitely want to uh, read it. Right? I definitely want to uh, read it. <laughs> Subscribe to it. Probably not, but I'll definitely read it without a doubt. <laughs> but um, but but nah, um. <laughs> Well, I'm a fucking idiot. But anyway, Ross, bro. Like, <laughs> but Ross, um, seriously though, and 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 what y'all both just said is definitely true. And that's how I kind of feel now. Like, and I'm gonna go back to the abandonment with our friends thing. Sometimes people cut you off as a friend because they've used you for whatever they wouldn't they I'm saying like whatever they Usually for, or sometimes people treat you because they feel like you could only be a certain something in life. Like they only view you a certain way, and that's why I that's why I always tell um, uh, people: don't limit yourself to what others think that you can or you cannot do. Like my my goal is is to get to two hundred and fifty pounds, which means I would have to lose a grand total of one fifty to get to two fifty. Y'all think I'm fucking stupid if y'all think I'm stopping at, at two of fifty. Nah, that's, that's just that's just like two hundred. Go now. <laughs> that's yeah. just right. That's just the call now. I'm gonna get to two fifty. I'm gonna be like fifty more. Not that hard. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna just go uh, go down from there. But there's people out there that thought that this nigga wouldn't um, do it, bro. There's people out there that to this day are still surprised that I have podcasts because. I stutter and I'm just like, yo, man, like, again, that's, I mean, I understand, but, but again, that's you 
limiting what you think of me. Like, oh, he stutters, so he can't get on a public plat- platform and talking. And it's like, no, nah, the, the nigga, Steve Harvey, he stuttered for years. Now he's Steve Harvey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yep. not, not to cut you off, right? But you know what I realized? People focus their attention on the wrong things. And I say that because, so today I was at the doctor and um, I was with the cardiologist and there was like a whole bunch of other med students. That's his interns or whatever. I don't know the medical terminology behind all of that, but that's just who these people are. So they were checking my blood pressure and they see my tattoo. So when they see my tattoo, they was like, oh, wow, like, that's really nice. And I said, oh, thank you. They was like, yo, you got all the chambers, you got the valves, all that, right? So if you know my tattoo, you know I have the heart with the roses, all that. And it says my story's far from over, blah, blah. Right. So he, so like, they're all just in all of my tattoo. So now they walk out the room and I still hear them talking. And they was like, yo, that's a, that's a fire tattoo. Like, I was wanting to get a tattoo, whatever, whatever. So then somebody else asked, like, so why don't you just go get a tattoo? So the guy was like, you know, because people th- look at you different. They see a tattoo and think, oh, look, this guy, whatever, whatever. But for me, I'm like, you ain't looking at me that way. And you about to be a doctor. Who cares what they think about your damn tattoo? You're right. So, and, right. And I'm like, people focus on the wrong things. Like, wow. But yeah, God, I'm sorry. God, continue. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. So nah, that's a... I've said a fact. And then to Ross, what you said in terms of like, you know what I'm saying? Like abandonment within um, relationships and dating. So that's a hundred percent true. And bro, and bro, and we've all seen it. The, the dude who leaves the chick because either she got big or she was big and whatever the case was. And you no, know, she lose a hundred pounds or whatever. And now she's getting hit on left and right. Here, the nigga want to come back. And like you, like you said, I always loved you. I always wanted you. I wanted you. Or the chick that left the dude because he couldn't, because he was fucking, I don't know, he was working at like, at like fucking like Costco. And she was some lawyer chick and she left him. And now instead of working at Costco, now he runs it. <laughs> and now he's making you know, manager money and store manager money. And here she wants to come, da 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 it definitely happens, bro. So, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where it, 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 like, y'all just opened my eyes to it. I always thought there was, like, a different terminology for it. But, I mean, I don't know if it's happened to y'all, but it definitely happened to me. But um, it goes back to what I was saying, though. It's easier to handle those things when you focus on thyself. And, yo, no, no, yo, I promise to both y'all, I promise this to myself. No chick would ever come into my life and run style on me again. Ever, 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 ever. Unfortunately, and I know Ross is probably going to smile at this shit because he's told me this a mad times. The lesson repeats itself. You have to you you eventually got to pass the class one day. <laughs> like you eventually got to like ace that test. And I feel like I finally was able to get the right fucking Scantron and Scantron. Wow, that's a wow. You able to get the right showing age. <laughs> right, I'm fucking old, yo, and I was able to do that shit. So. But nah, man, definitely, man, definitely, man. So, yo, man, um, this was dope, man. This was a uh, definitely dope, and um, oh, actually, um, real, real quick, real, real quick, um, I feel like I definitely see abandonment within kids too, and you know, what I'm saying like I'm not a dad yet, but like I be feeling bad when I don't go see like my nieces or my like nephews. I be like, damn, nigga, like you got like fucking nine of them, 
and they haven't seen you in like about two months. <laughs> I'm like, shit. <laughs> like, yeah. what am I doing here? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, I, I get what you're saying because I have nieces and nephews as well, and I don't get to see them like that. But some of them I text here and there. But um, you know, I I don't feel like us as uncles and aunts play a big role on abandonment as much as parents. Right, right. I feel like we we can always repair that, so to say. But I think that's I think it depends on the family because I'm gonna make a long story short. My father, before he died, he was beefing with his siblings and they didn't talk to me to my side of the family before he died like at the funeral one of his sisters was crying because she hadn't talked to my dad in five years five years and she's like she can't believe she let five years go by and didn't like repair things with him yada 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 so it's just like as her nephew it's like damn you 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 got the issue with my father. The fuck they got to do do with me? But I but I kind of get it. I'm yeah, extension. but 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 even with that, like the kids should never get involved. Like you should never. It should never be me and you got issues, and now my son and your son can't play. It should never be like that. Right, right. And I say all that to say, my so my brother has four kids. His girl and me, we're hot and cold because I'm I'm only saying this because it's public publicly known. He stepped out owner and he's you know slept with other girls yada 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 and it's one of those things that were like you know she's to blame me for it so it's like the and it's like i feel like sometimes he'll curve me come and see the kids because he deep down he knows she don't want me to come and see the kids because she still doesn't she still has feelings about me knowing that he was messing around and me not telling her when in reality that's my brother Again, this this whole blind uh, loyalty thing that I'll be talking uh, about, but um, it, it, I, I just don't want what happened with my dad and his sisters to happen to me and them. I want y'all to know Uncle Sean is here. I may not see y'all or talk to y'all, but I'm I give a fuck. <laughs> Unlike them, I think the you know what I'm saying? The harder that is because the parents' influence is there and necessary, and you're somewhat unnecessary at that point you what you can offer in the the sphere of uh responsibility is not that is not there most time more times than not as an uncle but then as they get older even somewhere around 15 then you could offer your yo if you ever need anything i'm here let it be known and they have their own mindset and can think on their own at that point but Prior to that, yeah, I would I would keep it light too, because you you really don't got a place. And that's what I'm I'm keeping in mind now. Like I'll do the little little uncle things, like give them little, because everybody's young, a little ten dollars here, twenty dollars here, whatever. But I'll just keep it long, you know, Facetime, let them know, like remember my face, yada yada yada, and go from there. So this was dope, man. This was dope, man. Um, can can, can I ask a question though? Of course. This is me practicing my hosting abilities. So guys, so I have a question for, for the panel. Um, what is your definition of a friend? On a male spectrum and a female spectrum. Ask that about the best friend thing. Cause I'm like, that's kind of wild. You can't call a what, or you wouldn't call a male your best friend. Um, Don't watch that, answer the question. So what, <laughs> for me, a, fr- a friend is just, you know, anyone who I could, who, when I, when I see them, I feel like, okay, we connect, we vibe, and we could talk about things 
that are personal to us, you know, and it doesn't, we don't have to have, uh, we, I don't, it doesn't have to be a give and take from each other. Like, I don't have to take anything from you. You don't have to give me anything. But when we see each other, it's always, you know, it goes deeper than just, hey, what's up? Well, how you doing? You know, you tell me things, I tell you things we exchange or we, yeah, just ex exchange of, of, of just life given time. Sean? So with friend, the way that I describe a friend is someone that I could talk to, someone that, you know what I'm saying? All right, so not, and I'm not saying this because both of you guys are on the show, but I consider both of you guys friends and specifically Ross to this extent. Ross is the, Ross is the type of friend everyone should have because Ross, no, Ross not only helps me out, tells me what I need to hear, Ross will never tell me what I want to hear. And Ross will also put me in my place. Ross will know when I'm fronting. Ross will know when I'm bullshitting. And he won't let it continue. He'll check me on it and be like, yo, you need to tighten up, tighten your screws, yada, yada, yada. A friend needs to be someone that is there for you in a time of need and a time of want, but also someone that won't let you slip and slide, won't let you continue going down the path and someone that knows you can do better than what you're doing and and whether they help you or not will encourage you to be that best version uh, of yourself all those things ross has been for me you have been for me too bro so i think that's what a friend is from a male perspective i think from a female perspective it's all those things too you just get a woman's perspective on certain things because obviously men and women think alike they they I mean, they they think differently, they act differently when it comes to certain things. So I think from a woman, it's a little bit more. It's all those things that I just said, but depending on what the topic is, you kind of get their perspective on it because of emotions and feelings, they may view it or or accept it a different way. Good answer, guys. Thank you. Thank you for getting involved with like, uh, what about best friend though? Uh, for, like, cause for me, a best friend, um, I, I think for me, best friend just kind of is a little different. I don't really know when, when it blends. Um, but then, I don't know. I think a best friend is more of a soul, a soul tie, like a soulmate, like no matter what, we're always going to be good. Like it don't, like we can have arguments or whatnot still, still good and we know we respect each other we don't cross each other like you know in a step backstabbing kind of way we could trust each other and you never know when someone is going to do it i'm not saying your best friend can't backstab you but you know at that point that ain't your, that shouldn't be your best friend anymore but prior to that um the trust and the love is there and for me like that's that's a that's a best friend like it's, it goes way deeper than just communication and like we can always look out for each other. Yeah, so I mean, the best example I could have is me and um, a Greg and I'm saying that, and it was definitely all those things, but it's one of those things where it's like, whenever we needed something, wanted something, had to go somewhere, had to do something, where the, the first call was him or the first call was me. Like I'm talking about even before family, depending on what it is <clears throat> before mom dad before aunt uncle before brother sister it was me or it was him 
So I feel like that's when the best friend comes into play where, where it's like shit hit the fan. That's what I'm calling shit. Don't hit the fan. That's who, um, um, who I also call, but it also someone that like, I feel like, you know, you have a best, like this may sound weird. I feel like you have a best friend when you fight your best friend, you know, much issues that me and Greg had that led to blows. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but it was out of love. It was out of me wanting to strangle him. Him wanted to strangle me, but it was also, but it was always out of like some saying, like out of a love. Like I'm sure the both of y'all want to fucking strangle me. Some. I mean, I, I disagree. <laughs> I think that's toxic. <laughs> Not in that sense. <laughs> nah, because okay, the thing is, like, so I the same friend I was talking about. Like, we used to fight a lot, and um, I feel like it's toxic because you don't ever want to physically hurt a person. So, like, me and my brothers, right? So. I have two of the brothers. I have Larry and I have Sean. And when I was in Florida for a summer, we literally fought every day. Me, Larry, and Sean, my little cousin Khalil, and my little brother Tiki got involved sometimes. But every day we fought, literally throwing hands, throwing blows. But there was a limit. We would never hit each other in the face, no matter what. I might, you might get slapped here and there, but it was never like a close fist to the face to try to really harm you and put you out like that. And I've had fights with quote unquote friends where it's like one of us have to believe for us to stop. And that's when it was like, these people can't be your friends because you should never want to put that type of pain on somebody. I feel that. I feel that. No, no, that's true. That's true. That's true. I don't mean like actual, like, you know, black eye breaking, orbital bones and fracturing jaws but i just mean like you know what i'm saying like like verbal fighting or like maybe a little a little you know ruffle scuffle uh here and there but it was always out of love like it was never out of nigga like we would do it and then like we would go get a drink after like like you know what i'm saying like that's how you no know, it would be that's that could be the same as like a guy who who smacks on a, a woman and then after he's in her guts like right which happens, <laughs> yeah, which like, happens, <laughs> which definitely happens. So toxic, definitely, 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 uh, toxic. I've, I've actually never been in a fight, but shit, we extended this way longer than, but yeah, I've never been in a fight with any of my best friends or any of my friends, actually. I don't, I've never even, yeah, no, nah, it's never, never happened. Well, Ross, hopefully, you keep it like that, so <laughs> probably be the first. I've had plenty. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. You do be asking me for old diggers. Yo, <laughs> before we go, before we go, I'm gonna I'm gonna need the listeners to understand. There be times that Ross be texting real spicy, depending <laughs> on what I ask him. Like, bro, yo, the other day when we were trying to figure out the time, I'm like, Ross, what time is good? Ross said. Yada yada yada. He had to do something. I said, no, 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 not yada, yada. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. I let thought. Me, <laughs> I said, oh yeah, yeah, um, sooner rather than later, but whatever works. That was what I said. And then I then said, all right, let me ask Akio, but give me us. No, no, I said, give me a time range, and I'll ask Akio. Ross said six. I said, okay, cool. Akio, I believe you said after seven because you were at work or some or like some shit. So. Or so I was like, all right, cool. Well, no, no. Akio said he'll be free evening time. I said, all right, well, I'll I'll be going from the gym around seven. 
So Axel, since he said six, can he extend it to seven? Like, is that possible? Bro, all I was doing was just trying to make sure the time frame matched up with the availability of <laughs> my co-host. That's all I was doing. <laughs> Akio, do you know that Ross was like, yo, nigga, I said, if this is the time, if that's the time, fuck it. If this is the time, fuck it. And then he had the nerve. He had the unmitigated gall to be like, calm yourself. <laughs> nigga, I'm the calm one. I'm just trying to ask you what time we recorded. <laughs> I'm calm. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so just know that Ross be talk. Ross may smile nice and his teeth may be great, but this nigga be talking spicy. So it's that's sometimes nigga, Ross. Don't play yourself, so nigga. I'll be like, yo, it could be so much. Simple. I think I said whatever time me. I'm good for whatever time. For whatever time. This nigga want to ask questions. Stop asking me questions. The guy said I'm good, nigga. <laughs> nah, nah, bro. That was funny though. That was that was mad funny. I mean, since we talk about people, you know, why not? So, how about Sean hits me up for something, right? So we go. I forgot. Problem here. Wait, hold on. So I forgot <laughs> that he hit me up, right? So my issue is if I open your message and I don't reply, it's clip. You better text me again. So I forgot. So he texts me again, like, "Yo, so you gonna look it up for me or not?" I said, oh, shoot, I got you right now. So we're having a long conversation because now I got time. So then I hit Sean with the, yo, when we recording? No reply. I said, all right, fine. Sean hits me up again, probably a couple of days later. Talking, talking, talking. So what's up? When we doing a show? No reply. I wake up one morning. I see an essay in a group chat. Oh! Right? So nah, that's so much I mean, that, 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 that is so, a lot. So, hold on. <laughs> so, hold on. So I read the essay and it's talking about time to record. And I get that we all got our own personal life going on and blah 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 blah. Bro, I went straight back to our messages like I asked you this time, I asked you that time, I asked you this time on IG. I went back to the message that he wrote in the group chat. Oh, and then he had the audacity to text me on the side. I wrote something in a group chat. I said, okay. Because you don't be checking like the group chat, sir. That's first and foremost. I said, all, okay. And left Ross, I will no, send you dated receipts. Ross, I will send you dated <laughs> receipts. Akio capping. Stop capping for the people, bro. Akio is capping, bro. <laughs> yeah, hey, he gave, Listen, me, I communicate, he gave bro. me the impression that Akio was the problem because I was like, yo, I don't know. Akio is not the problem. Akio is not the problem. I was not the problem, bro. Ross. Hold on, Ross. Hold on, Ross. Where the fuck we been is because of it's Sean's fault. He's hold on, Ross. Hold on, Ross. Akio want to do he want to come tell me his life story. Yo, I've been working now. Akio want to like, wanna be on jury duty for a month. Now he want to pass blame yo, and pass on. judgment. Let's talk about it. Let's talk judgment. about it. I say, yo, I say, yo, Sean, when I found out I had jury duty, I say, yo, Sean, I got jury duty. I'm out at like three, four o'clock. I'm free to do whatever, whenever. I got weekends off. Just let me know. Oh, I bet we're going to do that. So then he tells me his school, his school schedule and all that. I'm like, all right, how many times you recorded? I've been jury duty, jury duty for a month. Ross, I'm going to send you the data receipts. That's all I have to say. I'll send you data receipts. <laughs> you out here capping for the people. Ross, any final thoughts, bro? Oh, man. Um, I think I did, but it's gone. Y'all know how I go. My, my mind just be, I'm not all there lately. I need sleep. It's sleep, sleep, sleep is necessary. That's my final thought. We need. We all need more sleep out here. It's just, sleep it's is necessary. 
bang the table. <laughs> Akio, any final thoughts? Well, first of all, Akio, thank you for sharing the uh, story and, and raising awareness and everything like that. Definitely appreciate that. But aside of that, any final thoughts, bro? I love you guys. I thank you for you guys. I'm glad we're friends. <laughs> even though, like, how well, can't be your best friend though? Yeah, yeah, facts, I get my nerves facts. sometimes. Nah, y'all always, be, y'all always be my brother. Like I said, like I said, you cannot choose your family. You're forced to be related to them, but you can choose your friends. And I look at you guys as brothers, so mm-hmm. you should be honored. I tell you it's so important. I choose. I will pick my friends and call them family over certain family because I don't buy hey, that. I amen. So just because we were related by blood, we gotta be deal with each other. Nah, nah, nah. nah, nah Amen. Yeah. Amen. If you sometimes, make- sometimes that Kool Aid water stronger than that blood. Very Kool Aid water. Which flavor though? <laughs> grape, grape, fruit punch, the blue one. As a type. I of- hold you. I just prefer lemonade, so it don't even make a difference. But I do cherry. Cherry lit on a fucking hot summer day. Cherry's lit. Um, the pe- people expect us to say great, but uh, not nah, OJ side though. Like, I'm really, I'm really thankful for you guys. Um, appreciate you guys and this conversation because, yes, it's very much needed. And um, I got you guys with me, journeying with me. So, you feel me? You're always gonna be good. Thanks, definitely, man. Definitely, man. I appreciate you sharing, man. Uh, I love being as man. emotional as Sean is, too. So, we gonna be good. We're I'm less emotional, sir. The healing <laughs> has sucked the emotion <laughs> out of me, sir. This man, but now, nah, um, final thoughts definitely. Um, you know, we're going to release episodes more consistently now, well, as we were before this brief thing, so that's dope. Um, and yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean I, I'm gonna need y'all to DM one of us or three of us or DM the show page and let us know what y'all want us to talk about because we have a plethora of things to talk about. I have a bunch of guests that want to come on that I want to have them on. But I also want to know what y'all want us to talk about, too. So definitely slide us a DM or, you know, text me. My number's in my bio for a reason in case y'all haven't uh, noticed. So definitely call me or send me a text and go from there, man. So definitely appreciate y'all and we all from there. And last but not least, I don't know if y'all been outside. Well, uh, well, the both uh, of y'all had. I'm feeling this heat through this little window that I have. Outside, feel like Patron margaritas and bad decisions, which I'm going to go do right now. So, for my co host, Akio, and for my co host, Ross, I'm Sean Thomas, aka Shawnee on the mic. Ross, what are those two words? We out. We out. <laughs>